Football Friday with Wolf and Luke. Presented by 72 Soul. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Welcome back to the show. Luke Lipinski, Wolf is here. And joining us on the Coulter Automotive Group sports line right now is former NFL defensive end Kyle Vandenbosch. Kyle, how's it going? Good. How are you guys? Doing good, Kyle. Really appreciate your time, of course, as always, buddy. What is your first thought when you think about this game coming up against the Jaguars? What is the first thing you think of, Kyle? Uh, It's a game that the Cardinals should win. Um, you know, I, I, in order to make the playoffs, you have to win the games you should win. Um, you, you know, you can split the, the games where it, it's a tough matchup and then you steal a couple that, you know, maybe you're not favored. Um, but that's the reason the Cardinals were on the outside looking in last year. Um, you know, they, they lost a handful of games that they should have won. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacksonville, um, you know, no matter what the coaches are saying, no matter what the players are saying in the locker room, and, and you know how the NFL is, any team can beat any team on any given weekend, but the Cardinals should handle business this weekend. It's it's a first-year coach who, um, I mean, to be honest, kind of sounds defeated already. Uh, it's it's a, a rookie quarterback who's, who's kind of feeling his way through it and, and hasn't quite looked like everybody thought he might look um and it's a team um in year one of of a rebuild and cardinals have uh you know much more talent across the board and and quite frankly should win this one kyle it's so funny to hear you say that about urban meyer because we had lorenzo alexander in here he was saying the exact same thing that urban meyer already sounds defeated and i think he's just kind of playing that up just a little bit because that was the albatross around the arizona cardinals neck metaphorically speaking in 2020 winning games that they should have won, going out and handling business against the Lions, against the Carolina Panthers, going out and beating the New England Patriots. And I realize it was the Patriots and Bill Belichick still, but after going 6-3 and three on the season in the Hal Murray, they had all that momentum out there and started to feel themselves. I think Urban Meyer is trying to actually feed in to that mentality they had in 2020. What say you? I don't think so. I mean, listening to him, just looking at him, looking at his body language. Um, you know, I want a coach that exudes confidence. I, I understand the gamesmanship, but when he's complaining that they can't do what they need to do in practice because it's too humid, um, you know, that sounds like kind of a, a ridiculous excuse. This is the NFL. These are professionals. Um, I understand everybody week in and week out when they play the Cardinals um, has their challenges preparing for Kyler Murray. And, and quite frankly, there probably is no good way to prepare for Kyler Murray because it's, it's preparing for the unexpected and, and the off schedule plays. But, um, you know, to say, um, you know, we, we can't put uh, any of our guys back there to run around in practice because it's been so humid um, just sounds ridiculous to me. Talking to Kyle Vandenbosch, and Kyle, you brought up Kyler Murray right there. What have you seen in the first two games that make you believe he is? I mean, we, we heard so much about in the offseason. Okay, he's going into year three. This is when, when really good quarterbacks become great. I know it's only two games, but what has looked different to you this year from years past? Um, you know, it's hard to even believe it, but his poise and confidence um, in himself and his arm, his ability, and, and specifically – 
in this receiving core um, have all taken a taken a big step. Um, you know, and and again, um, if he was a quarterback that couldn't move like he moves, and he just had to throw from the pocket, um, he would still be a top ten quarterback. I mean, his his accuracy, his arm strength, his decision making through two games um, has been fantastic. Um, but it's his ability to make those plays that nobody else in the NFL can make um, where, you know, he's running around and he's buying time and, and, and DBs are trying to plaster their coverage and, and it's, it's impossible to, to cover for that long. Um, that's something that no other quarterback. I, I mean, there is other quarterbacks that move and, and can scramble, but to, have the type of arm strength and to be able to deliver the ball on target um, when his, you know, when he's rolling out to his left, when he's on the run, when his feet aren't set, when he's fading back and off of his back foot. Um, you know, I think that's what really sets him apart. As you weigh and measure this game coming up against the Jaguars on Sunday, what are your matchups of the game? What are the, some of the talking points you're looking at, Kyle? Well, I expected um, this defensive front, specifically our defensive line, to dominate a, a Vikings offensive line that, that, quite frankly, was was bad week one, mm. and and showed a weakness um, at center in their guards on the interior of their line. Um, and the Cardinals uh, really got got whooped in the first half. Um, you know, and going back and watching the tape, um, it wasn't necessarily one person, but it was several players that were either reached or scooped out of their gaps. Um, you know, I, I don't expect this team to look, this defense specifically, to look like they looked week one. Um, it, there was a lot of players on that defense that probably played about as good as they can play in a game. Um, contrast that with the first half against the Vikings, a lot of those same players made mistakes and didn't look um, nearly as good as they did against the Titans. Um, so to me, the matchup, um, it, you know, is stopping this running game. Um, this is, this is a Jacksonville team who through two games have run the ball 32 times and thrown it 84 times. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, a lot of that is a product of game situation. It's a product of um, getting down and, and trying to catch up. Um, but if this defensive line can do what they did against the Titans, it, it, not just the defensive line, but the inside linebackers, can do what they did against the Titans, can do what they uh, managed to do in the second half against the Vikings um, and stop the run early, um, this offense can get a, a touchdown or two lead. Um, this game could turn real lopsided early. Kyle, we saw Zayvon Collins play a little bit more in Week 2, and Isaiah Simmons has has looked a lot more evolved this year than obviously he did as a rookie with you know training camp and, and preseason all messed up last year. But what have you seen from those two, and, and what do you maybe anticipate going forward, not just this week, but what are you hoping for the rest of the season from them? Um, well, starting with Isaiah Simmons, um, I think he's playing um, almost at elite-level football, uh, making plays all over the field. Um, not just with his length and, and, and being rangy in his athletic ability, but physically with his pads coming up, uh, making big hits, making stops at the line of scrimmage or in the backfield. Um, his ability to uh, close distances quickly um, with his coverage or um, in the run game, um, you know, he's, he's shown tremendous ability. Um, you know, Zayvon Collins, again, um, you know, I think it's it's 45 snaps through two games, so it's it's not a it's not a large sample size we've seen from him. 
Um, but a lot like we saw in the preseason, he doesn't look lost out there. He looks like he's, you know, ready. I'm, I'm assuming that his uh, playing time uh, will increase from week to week. It's it's a long season, and and um, you know, the, the more he shows um, that that he's capable of of keeping up with these NFL offenses and and making these adjustments on the field, um, I think you'll see his play time increase and. And, you know, just from what I've seen, I'm not out there on the practice field, but from what I've seen in the game field, um, the reason he's not playing is not a product of his play on the field. It's just a product of, um, you know, perhaps seeing more game-type reps, getting him a little bit more ready for the speed, and and I'm sure his playing time will increase. Kyle, what are your thoughts on Trevor Lawrence and what you've seen on tape? Um. Yeah, it's from what I've seen. Um, he looks like a rookie. He doesn't necessarily look like the generational type talent uh, from the get go that everybody thought he'd be. But um, you know, neither did Peyton Manning um, his rookie year. It, uh, it, it's it's going to take him some time. Um, you know, there's no question with this team and with the talent they have on their roster. It's going to take a year or two uh, to get the players around him to get the offensive line. He needs to give him time. Um, to to be the type of quarterback that everybody thinks he can be, um, but he's not there yet. Um, you know, from what I've seen, um, you know he's a he's a young quarterback with a big arm. Um, he's looking down the field a lot instead of taking some of the easy throws, taking the checkdowns, and just trying to pick up what defenses give him. Um, so, you know, again, I don't. You know, the scary part is is we've um, we've all seen what he can do. Um, he can put together tremendous performances, um, show tremendous toughness. He can, he's, he's more mobile than people give him credit for. Mm-hmm. He can run for first downs and he shows a lot of toughness. So, um, you know, he's capable of playing a really good game. Um, it's just, we, you know, we haven't seen it yet through two games. Kyle Vandenbosch, great stuff as always, man. Thank you for the time. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the game this weekend. All okay, right, buddy. We'll